0: How's it going? How's it going? Happy Thursday, everybody! Welcome to the Dollar Hour. I am Deontay Burden, Mr. Short Dollar. We got a great show planned for you tonight. Tonight we'll be discussing the three levels of entrepreneurship. Before we get started, wanna say what's up to my awesome producers, DJ Lab and Slick Three Sixteen. What's
1: going on, what's man? Going on, another <laughs> Thursday, right?
0: Yeah, another Thursday, man. You know, excuse everybody. Wanna tell everybody, excuse me for running a little late this morning. I'm mean, not as morning this afternoon. Had a little technical difficulty. Kind of threw me off a little bit, but uh we on track now and everything. Got a great show tonight. Um, you know what, I'm bringing the dollar hour in. Before we get started, you know, um, everybody, hey, what's going on now? Um, I wanted to, you know, I told everybody we're going to be switching up each week in regards to changing lives and uh, the dollar hour and everything. But this show in particular, I wanted just to uh, bring it up in regards to, because a lot of people want to start businesses up, and we're starting their businesses. They don't necessarily know how to or really, you know, where they fall in line. So, I just want to kind of have this show in order to just help everybody.
2: Okay. You know, bring them
0: about, you know, where they fall in, and, you know, as far as, you know, being an entrepreneur and everything. Okay. And, um, you know, as always, before we start this show, we kind of rehashed the previous week. You know, again, we're still in the pandemic. Of course. And everything. <laughs> uh, I want to give a big shout-out to my son, Christopher. He plays for Jonesboro High School. He got a first varsity football game tomorrow night. Okay. And everything. Yeah, tomorrow night. And, um. It was gonna be closed to the public, but now they're letting two guests per child come into the game. Mm. Uh, so we'll be at the game tomorrow, distance away from each other and everything. Wow. Hey, what's going on? And uh, but it should be pretty cool. I'm pretty excited about it and everything and stuff. So big shout out to Chris and Joan Brown High School football team. I also want to remind everybody that, you know, even at, uh, at the end of this video in the description, we'll have the mailing list. I want everybody to make sure you add yourself to the mailing list um especially if you're tuning in on facebook and also uh uh youtube mm-hmm. add yourself to that mailing list because when we send out information regarding to the newsletter the courses the everything you better stay abreast of what's going on with that um most importantly i want to remind everybody i'm going to bring it up again this is election year make sure to register to vote i i, don't, I think a lot of people forget mm-hmm. i think if you haven't voted in two consecutive elections they take you off of roll you have to re-register they were surgeon so,
1: rolls uh other
0: day exactly so
1: people off.
0: I- exactly so you know i don't want everybody getting you know, folks be getting disappointed in november so if you haven't checked your status to see if you are still on the uh, uh the rolls to vote so just make sure you uh, register to vote and everything because we want to make sure we get out there uh this november i don't i'm not gonna be preaching or pushing you know a particular candidate we'll talk about stuff if you want to talk about it but the main thing which is most important i want to just push everybody to get registered to go vote okay Again, this is the uh, the Dollar Hour. You know, this is Deontay Burton, a.k.a. Mr. Short Dollar himself. You know, make sure you subscribe to the YouTube channel, Mr. Short Dollar, where we talk about personal finance, entrepreneurship, business, and real estate investing. We also uh, have a page on Facebook, well, on the same name, Mr. Short Dollar.
2: Mm-hmm. So just
0: check us out and everything. We're doing pretty good with it, been super excited about it. And I think you guys are going to enjoy tonight's show. Now, here's the deal. Uh, with tonight's show, we're talking about the three levels of entrepreneurship. When we talk, talk about entrepreneur, we look at We're thinking in terms of somebody got their own business, started their own business up, you know, all kind of different adjectives and words come up when people start thinking about an entrepreneur and everything. And um, when people start going on that trek to be an entrepreneur, be it, you know, whatever level you're doing, and that's what we'll be discussing tonight, um, everyone had different aspects and different ideas about how they're going to go about it. And so what I wanted to do, the thought process with tonight's show, talking about the different levels, three different levels, is to kind of bring awareness to it, have an idea where you fall in line between the three levels. Okay. And from that point, you can probably move and plan accordingly and be more re- realistic with your expectations Okay. for yourself, for your business, and actual returns that actually come out of that. Okay? okay. So that's one of the main thought processes of doing that. And, you know, when I start thinking about entrepreneurship, I start thinking about, you know, uh, my favorite entrepreneur, which is myself.
2: <laughs> uh,
0: and I always kind of go back to, you know, that, that little boy, you know, bank head walking down, dragging that lawnmower, going from house to house, right. asking, could I cut their grass and everything. And then, you know, I, mean, I remember them yards that would, uh, were a little bit higher than others. Right. Like, Damn, man, I know I should charge him $15, charge him $10. Right. Do the front and back, Cause they see my little desperate butt as soon as I pull in the driveway. <laughs> I cut it for 10
1: Right. You know,
0: there them yards, you just got to go one inch, drop, drop it, pull it back, <laughs> drop it. Ain't been cut all summer. You three months in. And
1: hey, you come.
0: Man. <laughs> rough times and everything. And then, you know, just going through that. Uh, always trying to grow up hustling, you know, being out there at Kmart, asking them ladies to carry their, their bags to the car. I remember, I, I think I, we talked about that last last show where we, it was a recycling place that I by Born Home. Mm hmm. And they, um, I used to save them cans I'm taking up take there. Real, yeah yeah. a them little stanky cans. I'll be on the 50. <laughs> <laughs> Go there, buy 10 cans, dragging them up there, and get by $12. <laughs> I'd be so proud of myself. Right. And everything. But I've always been had that little spirit in my whole life. And it kind of you know, escalated as I got older. And I, my first legitimate business was um, a resume writing company. Okay. And everything. And that first, Yeah. It, it, it sounds more impressive than it is. <laughs> and, uh, and it's it, it's just like most other business I did, kind of spun off from something I was doing. I think I did pretty good at, and that was writing my own damn resume. And then you start doing other things with, with people and stuff, and try to you know, expand it from there. And then you know, um, had a couple things here and there. Then you know, we started with the tax business, and the rest been history from there. And uh, I just remember, just you know, at, at each different one. Each different uh, 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 business where I was in terms of that paradigm of the different levels. And I talk about it as we discussed it in the show. And like as me being right now being 100% self-employed, where I am with everything and the thought process I got to have, the movements I got to have uh, with everything and stuff. And I think a lot of times people want to do certain things. Right. But people don't want to commit to make certain things happen. Okay. You know, we talked about it the other week. You know, I think everybody, a lot of people say they want, to start their own business when actually they just want a job and pay them more money mm. and they hope that 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 business that they create can generate more money in addition to what they're doing okay and and a lot of times people create a, a bigger worry
1: bigger headache yeah oh.
0: instead of just leaving getting another job <laughs> you know <laughs> they think they get independence they don't sit there and put themselves in jail right and everything <laughs> doing that and stuff but That's the whole premise of tonight's show. We can discuss that in regards to, you know, uh, uh, the three levels of entrepreneurship and everything. Again, this is Deontay Burton, a.k.a. Mr. Short Dollar himself. You are listening live to the Dollar Hour. Uh, Make sure you go to Mr. Short Dollar where we talk about personal finance, uh, business, entrepreneurship, and real estate investing. Both pages are on YouTube and Facebook, so make sure you subscribe. We've got a lot of great information on there, a lot of good information we'll get financial updates business updates uh, real estate updates everything's there so please take advantage of all the information there and again as i said earlier um in the description block of all the videos we have the the email list so join that email list so you stay abreast and keep updated on all the, the current information that we're putting out from uh mr short dollar okay now as we get started again tonight's show we're talking about the three levels of entrepreneurship let me get my quick disclaimer about everything it there is no right or wrong way in regards to what paradigm you fall into in, in regards to the different levels, okay? So, whichever one we discuss, this is more from a, an awareness standpoint than a right or wrong standpoint. Okay. You know? So, this, there is no this is the best or this is the pinnacle.
1: I was just going to ask you, so you, you think there's a a, a a surefire formula? Oh,
0: I don't know formula word, but, I mean, it's just – like I said, it's just awareness because okay. when we get to talking about this uh a lot of this stuff is attitude based mm-hmm. you know and everything like that so you're sitting there trying to figure out okay for my temperament for my money uh perspective for my risk tolerance you know I'm talking about the amount of risk that you know you can delve out you know your or your what you, uh, risk tolerance will cause a scarier scarier awareness <laughs> whatever <laughs> you can decide w- which would be best for you so okay. that's why I want to kind of give people that awareness so because I think sometimes people may be in one situation, but they aren't realistic about for the amount of attention you put into this, are you realistic about what you're going to get back from it? Okay. You know what I'm saying? Okay. And everything. So we're starting, uh, starting out, rather, we're going to go to level one, which is safety net. Okay. Okay? We look at safety net, you know, you number one, you do have a job. And when you, we're looking at three-level entrepreneurship, the first one being safety net, you have a job. You have something solid. you got to uh, – uh, uh, uh... straight nine to five or uh, ten twelve to twelve whatever you got The income coming in the apple fell across your head you like the prospect of being an entrepreneur you like the prospect of, uh, of doing something different you got a, a talent that you want to kind of monetize mm-hmm. you want to get a little side hustle you want to get you know you're going to get into it and stuff like that so you know you have a the interest of being there of being an entrepreneur is there and making extra money is there but the actual Ideal interest of you taking risk is not there at all. Okay. So only thing you're looking at for the most part is the benefit perspective. We're okay. not looking at actually the loss or anything that can come from that. So you know a lot of times just come from people you know with your multi-level marketing. You know people that selling noni juice. <laughs> right. What's the fad thing now? Whatever. For, Forex, Forex exchange. Uh uh, uh, uh. uh. Maybe I don't even necessarily know the susu.
1: Or the, the flower thing,
0: fall into that.
1: Yeah. Uh The thing I heard recently was uh you give me $500 to bring two people in. What I want to talk about? And they'll give you $500 in two weeks. You'll have two, $220,000.
0: Yeah, but I don't necessarily know if that's a business. That's <laughs> just, I don't even know if that's – I don't even want to put that classified ad in, in entrepreneurship. But, you know, there's a lot of people looking to make, you know, some kind of small investment, uh, and they may have a, a, a different perspective in terms of actual return they're looking to get. But right. regardless, they're looking, they, a lot of time they got unrealistic expectations uh, for high rewards and, and high returns for the amount of money they put in and the amount of time they put in. And again, we're talking about safety net. Um, you see this a lot where you got some people, you know, they just, you know, fruit baskets, holiday baskets, might make some ties and stuff like that. Simple stuff that they want to do and everything like that. Would everybody incur minimal costs to do it, even if they take a ill, they just they right. ain't really bitter about
1: because they ain't lose much.
0: I, 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 exactly. Okay. And um, uh, and there's nothing wrong with it. I do think I, I would recommend this if you know, number one, if you're not really a risk tolerant person, if you don't really want to take any kind of risk, you don't want to be frightened about anything. You say, okay, I got some money that I can afford to lose. Mm-hmm. Why don't I try this and everything like that? Now, what a lot of times people miss is the other side of it is they're gonna get a good enough effort to make it work right now again that's that's a whole nother conversation okay if a person is actually going to do that but um really we we, we just don't know that but in that that whole level one the safety net i think that's where the bulk of all entrepreneurs are Mm -hmm. the the whole idea of i got a business i got an llc Mm -hmm. i got a logo Mm -hmm. i got a tax id number and from that point they ain't doing a damn thing. <laughs> but posting, you know, buy my lashes, uh-huh. buy my glitter, glitter lipstick, right. you know. You know, the typical the typical Instagram store. Okay. You know, and everything. But, again, that's everybody at level one. They they not living off of it. It's just, you know, if they can make a couple. couple maybe, bucks. Maybe a couple bucks. There you go. I was about to say a couple hundred, but now. But, but, it, but it is possible. Right. If the effort is there and the opportunities are there and everything, you know, it, it is possible. But. Typically, that's what the bulk of entrepreneurs do. You think fall that. do
1: you think um, entrepreneurs at level one are looking to go to level two, or are they just uh, most of them are comfortable at the level one stage?
0: I think majority I'm comfortable at the level one stage. I think some will go to level two as they uh, evolve uh-huh. and mature as a business owner uh, and everything. Uh, especially when we start talking about learning and kind of you know getting confidence in themselves mm-hmm. and see certain opportunities. But I think the bulk are just comfortable you know i got i got a consistent work of money coming in i would just go ahead it's just a side hustle to make some additional okay. money i think okay. that's the vast majority and i would say probably in that 70 percent okay of entrepreneurs you know they got they a talent one. yeah you know i play football i'm gonna do a little training mm-hmm. you know you know i actually sing in a choir i may do a little singing lessons mm-hmm. you know whatever it's very minimal okay as far as the cost when i say minimal, is the investment of the You know, it may just be as much as time. Mm -hmm. But actually just be able to put in the money out or anything like that is minimal. You know, Mm -hmm. again, somebody may twist their arm, get them to buy them a little package Mm
2: -hmm. to
0: sell these actual lotions or non juice or what they got, the the wraps, all that kind of stuff. But for the most part, it's just uh, it's going to be minimal Mm -hmm. in Mm regard to the investment that they're going to have and everything. But that's level one. Again, this is – the Dollar Hour by Deontay Burnett, uh, a.k.a. Mr. Short Dollar himself. Make sure you guys go to the YouTube channel. Uh, subscribe to YouTube channel. I think I got about six or 70 videos
2: mm-hmm. on, uh,
0: on the Dollar Hour and everything. I'm not for sure, but a lot of great information. Like I said, I get financial updates each week, what's going on in the economy, what's going on in the business sector and everything. So make sure you stay abreast of You know, One of the things we're starting to channel up, I knew it was a you know, whole market of people that wanted to do business but didn't know business. So we've got a great response, you know. Once I became consistent with putting the videos out, Mm -hmm. and again tonight's show we're talking about the three-level entrepreneurship, and we just went over level one, which is safety net. Mm -hmm. Okay. Now level two, it's kind of funny, and like I said, seven percent of entrepreneurs fall into the safety net. I'm finna sit here and say twenty percent going to our next level, which is security. Okay. Okay. Now here's the deal. Uh, The thing about security. Security is, you know, kind of like when you do that evolution where you say, "Okay, I'm feeling kind of confident now. I'm willing to put a little bit more risk out here. You know, and everything." I'm gonna equate it to just say, "You're going in the pool. You know, you can swim, but you keep your life jacket on."
1: Right. You stay away from the deep end.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. You might put your toe in there, and everything, but you jump in, you jump right back out. Okay.
1: okay. You did,
0: but you, you're, you're gonna have some kind of thing there. So again. You're, we're still looking at people that have a job mm-hmm. or some kind of consistent income coming in mm-hmm. but with these people and everything they've taken a little bit more risk right and everything so they're they're comfortable with having a, a little bit more uh, uh, at stake okay sometimes a lot more and everything but they're still going to keep the security of the job there that are uh, 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 right there and typically what happened with it when you know people that are uh, with here, I'm kind of give a couple examples. People that kind of maybe have done a high school uh, that they, have done start off with the the side hustle. Maybe say you do tattoos mm-hmm. or something like that, and you say, Look, man, I've been going to get my own studio. Been cutting hair and permanent hair in your garage all these years. You've been going to start paying booth rent, mm-hmm. get something like that, and maybe go a little next level with it. Turn around and get you a lease somewhere,
2: mm-hmm.
0: you know, especially if you know. Uh, uh, a lot of people that were in that in business when they expand, you see a lot of people with the food trucks and mm-hmm. selling certain stuff well look, man we've been going to get a little storefront you know go brick and mortar with everything and they engage you getting the lease okay now they still got the it's, gig right but they find a way to kind of mix in you both. know with that with both and and in and, and their mind also kind of looking at having any really escape the idea of the business paying for the business they're still looking at in terms of that job, still paying for the business. Okay. Make sense?
1: Help helping. Exactly. Helping with the expense of yeah. the business, e- right?
0: E- exactly. Okay. You know, they have the you know, the whole thought process idea that hey, it'll eventually be able to stand on its own and stuff like that. But again, they, they've not taken on that uh the uh the risk of you know, just leaving it out there by themselves and stuff like mm-hmm. that. So again, but they went out there and, and kind of got themselves in, in a position where they have, you know, a lot more risk than, you know, mm-hmm. than before. Cause again, once you go next level, you say, okay, uh, to level two, that's when you start looking, okay, let me get a little rental property. Mm-hmm. I still got a job and everything like that, but I got people in here trying to do this and everything. And, you know, I'm, I'm cutting hair on the weekend and stuff like that. I've ended this lease with this barber shop and everything. And, um, you feel pretty good about it right feel pretty good about yourself and everything because you know that you've committed regardless you know the level and again you you, you, you did you went past that initial investment mm-hmm. you actually put money towards the actual operations of doing it you know okay. I got a I got a lease with this and everything I pay you know you know insurance and all this other kind of stuff and I actually got legitimate bills attached Mm-hmm. Uh, to this thing now, you know, now you see it growing legs and everything. And it's about to get ready to run this on, its own. but you still got something mm-hmm. to catch you, okay? You know, and everything. And, uh, like I said, it's that 20% of people doing that. And I can say for myself, I stayed at level two half about 15 years. Oh, really? And I was kind of cool with it, okay? I ain't gonna lie to you, I, I was kind of cool with it because my job was so gravy. Uh it didn't really affect it. Okay. Once the job started affecting it, that's when I had to reevaluate everything and say, shit, how much do I want my damn job?
1: Right. And do you think that most people are level two? Um, kinda stay at level two for a while for, you know, not necessarily the money but the benefits of insurance, you know, having insurance for the family and stuff like that, because to be honest with you it may be a little bit cheaper having it through the job than it would be as me as the entrepreneur getting it myself.
0: Well, I mean, to be honest with you, that's what I did. Okay. Once I became uh, uh, I'm a disabled veteran. Once I got the fi- once I got the fifty fifty percent, and that's when the VA paid pay for all your medical. I mean, that was it. Because mm-hmm. I know I had to pay no medical. Insurance. Right, I'm right. just speaking for myself. Um, I think you have some to do it. I don't know if it's most. I think uh most still just had that fear. Uh, don't you know? Hey, man, I don't necessarily know if I want to do this by myself. Right. Okay. It's 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 a good supplemental insurance supplemental income, mm-hmm. but I don't necessarily know if it can run by itself. I got to a certain point where they were making just as much. Sometimes the Beatles were making more, and I was just kind of start reevaluating myself. Like, well, boy, what if you start putting more effort into this? Mm-hmm. What could you do? You right, see what I'm saying? Right, right. And then from that point, that's when I started kind of looking at certain things. Like okay, how can I make this happen and everything? So, those are the kind of things that kind of had me uh, 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 opening my mind up to whole. Oh, hey, you know, can I go level three and everything with doing it? You know, but for the most part, I was comfortable at level two. Okay. And I think most people they are they are comfortable, not because of insurance and stuff like that. That that is one of the things I do think hold a lot of folks uh, with doing it. But I just think that just that it, it's still scary. Okay. It's i just I just
1: think i think um the insurance part is just a part of it you know you, you tell yourself man, i need this insurance right now i can't afford to you know stop stop quit my job and try to got to pay two thousand dollars a month for insurance you know just certain little things like that that may come up that you may think about to keep you from keep your one foot in level two and your toe in level three yeah <laughs> you get we're,
0: what i'm saying well see the thing and, and it's also perspective, because mm-hmm. at the end of the day, sometimes you got some people, that, they just look at it like, well, I just got to sell three more widgets,
2: mm-hmm. and
0: I'll cover the insurance. Right. Some people, you know, like you said, look at it like, man, well, I got insurance paying for here. Like you said, that's $1,000 a month, but then you know, it's all perspective. They looking yeah. at it like that 1000 is just something that's insurmountable. Next person looking like, like I said, I just got to sell three two more widgets. widgets. You right. know, if I do that, I'll cover that. Right. If I sell two more, I can cover this so it's all about perspective okay uh, uh we're doing it that's a good question but uh i just think that mindset got so much to do with it okay and a lot of times people just don't want to be realistic about their mindset mm. with everything, 'cause because everybody like the idea i'm the, i'm the boss <laughs> i'm doing this <laughs> that ain't that ain't yeah. the problem <laughs> yeah because you know uh, a good example level two you ever see the brother with them big two or three thousand dollars uh, uh Smoking pits, uh huh. Uh-huh. Part at any one of your local gas stations on right. a Saturday and Sunday, <laughs> right, right. Selling they swear they selling Atlanta's best right. smoke ribs, uh-huh. selling you the saltiest damn meat you can taste. <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah, yeah. <laughs> guarantee
0: to make your blood pressure go cool. through the roof. <laughs> shit, you yeah, you can't you even see plan. shit but stars <laughs> the next day, y'all, that smoking. <laughs> That's salts is smoke Shout out it ain't to all good. It ain't good the <laughs> press it out. There you go. Shout out to all the smoking pits in Atlanta. But that's a perfect example. You see guys that actually will do that and be doing decent. Mm-hmm. but why not go brick and mortar with that? I' not saying that's the best route, right. because you can be better, you know, doing it that way. But just that whole, a lot of times, just come down the thought process. Mm-hmm. We're doing it. Let me get a food truck and do this, that, and that. That's you know, a lot of that is, to me is just level two. We're talking about you still got that. You're doing a food truck in the afternoon, doing it on the weekend. You got off work, you able to do that? That's that, that's straight level two. You mm-hmm. still got something that, that, that that's catching you to do it. And it could be several reasons. Like I said, just comfort. You like mm-hmm. you might just like doing it on the weekends. Mm-hmm. You might be scared. You might just. You well, know, maybe you thought the cost analysis and
1: decided that the food truck is more economically uh, friendly because you can instead of being in one area of the city, you could be in all areas of the city.
0: Well, that's, that's a good point because yeah. that, that was the thing. When you start looking at and start doing your math and everything, because, you know, again, what, what was one of the defining moments for me personally, when I started looking at the amount of money I was making and the amount of effort I was making, I was like, if I can get this a little bit more effort, effort, right, Lord, what could I do? And that's why I, I, I think what helped with my transition of uh, coming out of level two,
2: mm-hmm.
0: you know, I was just realistic about what I was putting in then when I was getting out. Okay. And I knew I really wasn't putting in a legitimate amount, and I was getting a certain amount of money. And they that's what one of the defined plus the uh, the mm-hmm. insurance. Insurance I wasn't really worry too much about, only because uh, uh, my spouse, she had insurance. I could actually even got on her, but mm-hmm. just even – I'm like, okay, let me just get this squared away. And uh, uh, so it wasn't really uh, a, a nail, but I think I probably made a little bit more than what it needed to be. Mm-hmm. But definitely just kind of start doing the math in terms of my effort. If I do this and I do that, right. I can make this and everything. And it all works out. But that's one of the things I think a lot of times people don't want to reflect on. Right. And, again, that's level two, what we call uh, security. Again, it's... Uh, this is Deontay Burden, Mr. Short Doll himself. Tonight's show, we're discussing the three levels of entrepreneurship. Um, now we fast forward to, well, I fast forward moving on to the third one. Okay. Okay. And this is it. This is it, everybody. This is level three. and level three, we're going to call free fall. Okay. Okay? Free fall, well, you ain't got, you're just like you jumping out of a parachute, jumping out of plane, and you ain't got no damn parachute. Mm. You just hope. That somehow you can guide yourself, like in the movies,
2: <laughs>
0: around the trees, around the ground, right. and land in the ocean. Okay. <laughs> Straight guy. Soft landing. There you go. People don't know you come to that high, you hit that water, it's still splack. You're right.
1: <laughs> just, but, not a, just not a hard splat. It's mm. soft splat.
0: <laughs> but that's where, you know, we're talking, you, you're totally self-employed. You out there by yourself. You out there in the wilderness, out there in the dog. You ain't got no map, you ain't got no compass. You just moving straight off, you know, emotion, feeling, you know, maybe using that North Star. But you are really, really, really in a whole different level of thinking mm-hmm. when you start doing that that free fall. Level three is very, very, very frightening. It's very frightening. It's very rewarding, but you have to have a certain mindset going into level three. And one of the biggest things I think that distinguishes level two from level three is the amount of discipline you got to have to be in level three? Uh, okay. Most people don't necessarily have the discipline to be in level three.
2: Uh-huh.
0: And I think when you got the discipline to be in that, that's a whole, a whole different, different dynamic. Yeah. Okay. So that's the thing I think what, what, what takes a lot of folks out of the mix
2: uh-huh.
0: with uh, in regards to doing level three. Um. I I just know me personally. I got to a point so much where uh, I had the confidence, the belief in myself. I just had to take that leap of faith. Okay. And again, you know, we talking about now we at that ten percent. Cause they seven is at level one, twenty is at level two. When we at that, that that uh, town of the tenth. <laughs> As the great black educator W. B. Dubois. To <laughs> right. Town of the tenth. <laughs> I know a little history.
1: I like throwing it out there left and right, folks, <laughs> that you educated <etchimicated> too.
0: <laughs> yeah, a little bit. A, proud <laughs> APS graduate. But um, you know, you had to become psychologically, emotionally ready to take on all the risks and and not just have chances. Mm-hmm. You know, you you become analytical what's out there and everything. Your thought process looks at opportunities more than just items. You know, you, you know, you at level three. Your lens is a little different. You understand that you're not looking for jobs. You're looking for opportunity to plant seeds Mm -hmm. for them to grow. Now, one one plant may grow next week. One may grow next month. Mm
2: -hmm.
0: One may grow in the summer. One may grow next year. But you're constantly planting those seeds, knowing that as one grows, one comes up, another going out, coming in. And... You're constantly understanding it.
2: Mm-hmm. You
0: understand the concept that when you're making moves and growing your business, that you got people working for you that's making more money than you. Right. I say again, you got people working for you that's making more money than you mm. because your value is associated with the business, and you're looking big picture. Right. You're not pulling this; they're pulling money out of it. Mm-hmm. But I got to pay lab. Collab is taking my business. From a thousand dollar business to a million dollar business right with his expertise his management style marketing experience and all that kind of stuff and when you understand that kind of stuff and your mindset is different that's where you go next level okay that's where you're at level three and uh you know again like i said the mentality your your fear of uh, uh your fear of not trying is much greater than your fear of failing Mm-hmm. You know, you don't want to live back with regrets and everything. It's a whole different from uh, mentality. It's more mentality than anything because you have people held at level one. They have knowledge, right? but they don't have the mentality mm-hmm.
2: to do it. Mm-hmm.
0: You have tons of people. You go to any job, the guy that's work pulling orders or working on the, the front lines, he knows a whole lot more about the process of a company than the CEO.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: But CEO, he just focuses on strategy and implementation. Mm. And so his his whole, he's not thinking about, you know, well, you know, the the toilet bowl is located on aisle three. He's just thinking about, you know, getting contracts with different fast food chains or different hotels and how to get them put in different places. Mm-hmm. That's what his thought process is. Okay. He give a damn what he's sitting there in the warehouse, or how it flushes or anything like that. Mm-hmm. His thing is garnering deals, spreading it, making money and everything. And it's, like I said, it's a whole difference of mentality. And uh. Once I think a person gets that, now like to ask your question in regards to level one, level two, can level two go to level one? Absolutely, but still going based back on that evolution. Okay. Right? And I think that's the the thing about it. Now, we going back and let's kind of look at what we talked about earlier in regards to, you know, how you need to be having certain expectations and looking at what kind of individual you are. When we start looking at expectation, when you're at level one, from an expectation standpoint, you're looking at okay. I bought this. I want to sell this. I want to make this mm-hmm. straight up. You are not looking at because I got a job, and I, if I'm doing this, I want to make some money. Right. So if I buy this pressure washer, I want to sit here and make some money watching these cars. Right. You're not thinking about I buy this pressure washer and I got to sit out here all day long and don't watch no car.
2: Right. Your
0: risk tolerance is very small.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, you have a lot of expectation because you done bought something, put it, some kind of capital investment. And something you expect to something right then and there. And we call it realistic, unrealistic, but that's just how the mindset is. Right. Then we go out to level two where we start looking at in terms of because you've made some kind of investment, be it a lease, purchase a high end of equipment and everything. Because I won't say it's that pressure washers. uh I mean you can spend a little extra money but we start going in and I know they got some thousand dollar pressure washers out there, but we start talking about maybe major capital investments mm-hmm. like a a pit smoker, um, you know, some uh, one of those, um, oh God, those landscaping guys about those those two or three thousand dollar packages where you get a trailer, trailers, yeah, you know, long two long and all more, that kind the stuff. Weed either, yeah, exactly. So they went past you know that little startup push mower, uh huh. Now they that standing and rolling and turning and cutting and blowing, and uh, that's a whole different level, mm-hmm. especially when we talk about you know, you you know, you started to get a little, you've been selling, you know, going on Instagram selling your little macaroni plates, <laughs> and now you done actually got your little storefront and everything. Uh-huh. with a your famous, business, right? Yeah, your little famous macaroni
2: place. <laughs>
1: little different expectations right there. Boy,
0: they be selling them pants. I'll be selling Instagram, boy. <laughs> this is a little word of advice. I would advise anybody, going to spend like $100 to get a professional. Takes pictures. Uh, to take your pictures.
2: Because
0: <laughs> it don't look as good as you think it do.
2: <laughs>
0: Some of it still look a little... I will not say f though, up, but you know, you're sitting there <laughs> like, man, I want to eat that sloppy. <laughs> and you see, hey, hey, some people, they'll put their little macaroni salad and put yummy at the bottom. I'm like, oh, hell, <laughs> hey, yummy. <laughs> hell no. Yummy. They don't know about,
1: they don't know about presentation.
0: Yeah, man. They don't know
1: about the presentation man. and all that. It's, it's, it's a different
0: thing. No, nah, they presentation <laughs> different. They, they definitely know la Cordon blue. I tell you <laughs> cordon negro you know? <laughs> ain't no parsley or paprika on it oh no no little drizzle of this oh no nah. let me ask
1: you a question about level three okay the level three entrepreneur his like you said he was he was thinking about uh, planting more seeds mm-hmm. and he's not worried about his employee making more money than him he's worried about the fact that growing the business do you think that um most uh, entrepreneurs fail at that point because a lot of times they want to make the most money and they can't handle the fact that the employee makes more money than them and they can't have you know everybody wants to be their boss and pull up in the five hundred series Mercedes and like I own this business and this is what I'm doing not realizing that um for a long time you probably won't make no money because you are reinvesting in the business and trying to grow it like you always say on on changing lives you you just making enough to maintain what you have, you're not making enough. You know what I'm saying? You're not doing Buku's amount of money, but you are growing the business. You get what I'm saying?
0: Absolutely. I think well well that's one of the key components of being the level three anyway. Mm-hmm. One of the biggest things that change a person from being in from level two to level three is just education. And I'm not necessarily talking about sitting in somebody's classroom. I'm just talking about just a you know from experience and everything. Mm-hmm. Once you start you get enlightened and you see certain things, you see how businesses grow, how businesses actually operate. And you actually number one see how businesses that make money function. You'll move accordingly, mm-hmm. because a lot of times people haven't seen it or experienced it. They just go on assumptions.
1: They just go to the end result, like you always say, uh, Elon Musk and that Jeff Bezos, and them doing sitting at their desk doing coding for you know 21 hours out of the day and eating noodles the rest. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? For years, all they, all we all see is that hey, this guy worth 30 billion dollars. This guy worth a $200 billion. You know what exactly. I mean? That's all we see. We don't see the 30 years prior.
0: <laughs> exactly. Everybody want to uh, uh, show the end result. Mm-hmm. And that's the thing about it. You see, you're so focused on the end result that when you, when they get that kind of stuff, they're not really prepared. You know, like, man, I got to do all this? Right. This ain't fun no more.
1: Most uh, of, I think most entrepreneurs, and I'm not saying all. I think a lot of times most entrepreneurs want to show the end result at the beginning. Yeah. You get what I'm saying?
2: Yeah they well, want to
1: show that they've already they, they're successful they doing this and they're doing that doing and that may not even be the case like i, I can say you'd be a successful successful brother but you don't you don't drive no 500 Mercedes being you know you you every day is a, a like you say you work uh, you know 80 hours a week so you don't have to work 40 yeah, <laughs> 20 hours a
0: day so you work 40 hours a week right now, it, well the thing of it is too and i don't knock nobody you know everybody got their little toys, they little vices but the thing of it is just from a standpoint of just focus mm-hmm. you know I, I was talking to some uh some some older people mm-hmm. and they were just talking about yeah we can get this nonprofit because once you get a nonprofit you can get grant money and all that kind of stuff like that and like I wasn't trying to be mean to them I was being real to them i said you talk to somebody that has secured you know that kind of funding sit there seeing that kind of grant money or uh, funded y'all talking but you never did it it's mm-hmm. not that easy mm-hmm. yeah you got a nonprofit and all that kind of stuff But when you start talking about you getting these hundred six figure uh, grants, you know, $50,000 from Coca-Cola, $75,000 from, uh, from Chase and all that kind of stuff. You actually have, we talk about a grant. People create grants to solve a problem. Mm-hmm. So your nonprofit has to be applying for, the, uh, in essence, solving the problem that that grant was created for. hmm Now, you can lie and whatever, this, that, and that, but most folks just can't get that concept. Mm -hmm. They also can't get the concept. If you want to get a grant, you might have to pay. uh, If it's a $50,000 grant, you might got to pay somebody $700 or $1,000 and give them a certain percentage of it Mm -hmm. to write that grant, which is crumbs in regards to the actual money you're going to get. Well, I got to do it. I can do it myself. Absolutely. Because I can build a damn car from scratch if I want to. I can, (laughs) but it ain't going to damn happen. Yeah, Yeah, people
1: don't realize the grant process. You know, I did it when I was in high school. It's not even it's not even the the process of writing the grant. It took me a long time just to find the grant that applied to me. I mean, just you know, just finding the grant that will assist me, with what what solve the, would help me solve the problem that I'm trying to solve, and also help the company because there's so many different ones you don't realize until you get until you get knee deep into it.
0: Yeah, and that was my conversation with them. Like, yeah, you got a nonprofit, got a five hundred one c three, but I just think, but I can get some money, and. I mean, in its most simplistic form, wouldn't the easiest money be the easiest damn? I mean, the hardest money to get,
2: <laughs>
1: right? Come on, man. The money that you it, don't really have, the money you don't have to pay back, is definitely gonna take you a lot more to get it.
0: Exactly, and it, and it kind of, and it goes back really to go, you know, the point I'm bringing up in, in regards to. Because they have never done it before, they're totally unrealistic about how to get it. Uh-huh. You know, so that's why you know I want to just share light like, with tonight's show, just talking about the three levels of entrepreneurship to kind of just be realistic about where you fall in. Because like I said, when you even looking at that level three, we're talking about, you got to think totally different. You're you're not even, nobody's looking to lose money, but even your losses aren't looking at as losses. Your losses are looking at educational, much with, ed- educational points more so that, hey, I, you know, I didn't lose, I didn't fail. I just learned what to do next time, mm-hmm. how much to stick out there, how much not to and everything. And those are kind of things that you kind of be, uh, uh aware of
2: mm-hmm.
0: and everything and so that's the kind of thing i think where a lot of times people just need to sit down and kind of just be realistic look you know you know i'm just be honest with myself uh shout out to tyler perry i did a video he made a forbes list and everything i ain't gotta be no big you know
2: mm. he made I mean, a billionaire
0: list yeah he made a billion that list one for, billion uh, uh 1.4 oh okay 1.4 billion made i did a video about it last night man Everything kind of talked about the three things he had, you know, being mm-hmm. work ethic, vision, and, uh God, what was the other? I did a video last night about it, the things, you know, how, you know, it takes to uh, to do that. But again, like, be realistic with yourself. Mm-hmm. you just trying to make a little side money to kind of, you know, you know, pay for, you know, uh, your little habit. Or, you know, just want to just keep the cave along, whatever, just make a little supplement income. Mm-hmm. Cool, level one may be best for you. You don't want to put all that out there. You wanna sit here, you feel kind of confident in your little your barbecue skills and you wanna get your little equipment and stuff. Right. Level two might be good for you. You sitting there tired of you know cooking at the back of Busy bees and all that for years and stuff. You wanna get your own little <laughs> restaurant?
2: You
0: might need to go with level three. Right. But understand the the pitfalls and all the risks come associated with it because we what we do with all three, regardless, focus so much on the rewards. We don't we don't really give enough time to the cost, the expenses, Mm -hmm. the sacrifices we gotta make for each one. Right. And I think that's where a lot of people get lost, Mm -hmm. you know, because they want a million dollars with five dollar (laughs) effort.
1: They they see the one point four billion, but they don't see the twenty years of plays he did (laughs) prior to one point four billion. Right.
0: if you think about it, man, just 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 for a second pause, for that brother to be homeless at one point, mm-hmm. and you hear some them, them horror stories about doing even the stuff with the plays, and pushing yourself to actually start doing plays, writing them, start writing them, and all that, and pushing your plays around. Then you start doing movies, Then once you start doing movies, to have enough belief in believe that's what had what sold me on them. To, to sit there and just tell them people in Hollywood, which is not predominantly Jew, uh-huh. it is Jew
2: uh-huh.
0: owned. You know, it is white owned. It's not uh-huh. you know, it's not a predominant in it. It right. is. Right. Cause he ain't even one percent of the uh the industry. Right. And to have that confidence in yourself He's say zero
1: zero zero point I, one. It, exactly. <laughs> but just
0: to think about to have that kind of confidence in yourself to say shit, I got a following.
2: hmm uh-huh.
0: I really don't need y'all. Mm-hmm. I'm actually doing these numbers
2: With,
0: without any help. Right. You know, I'm, I got a following. To have that kind of awareness and confidence in yourself to stay, step away from that and do your own thing, I thought was probably the most impressive
2: mm-hmm. thing
0: about it. And then once you do it, you you only step out there and do start doing your own movies, you say, Damn, I ain't even start renting for y'all no more. Damn. I'm going to be in my own studio. Right. What I need y'all for? So now there is no middleman whatsoever, from the funding, the the movie, the distribution, the writing, the directing, oh my, producing. Yeah, it's all going into one city. Yeah. You know, and, and, and that was amazing to me because it's not knock nobody, but I seen a brother put a post on Facebook yesterday. that said I'm looking for reliable work, and ain't nothing wrong with it. Shout out, I hope the but I mean, hope the man got a. Uh, was able to catch what he's looking for, but well, we started talking about two whole different spectrum mentality. Mm-hmm. One person is looking and hoping and pleading
2: mm-hmm. for
0: somebody to give him an opportunity.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Well, you got some person just like, look, this is, I'm finna do this, mm-hmm. I'm finna do that, I'm finna do this, I'm finna create that. Mm-hmm. Totally different, totally different ends of the perspective of, of the spectrum. And I'm not knocking either one, right? Cause you got some people. I don't want to have my own business. You got to deal with this, got to deal with that. It ain't meant for you. Mm-hmm. But, I, again, I just want everybody to be realistic about how you feel about everything and what has to come about in regards to making those things happen.
2: Mm-hmm. A lot of
0: times people just not honest with themselves, you know, about, hey, look, you want this stuff to happen, man, but did you truly give the effort, mm-hmm. the time, and all that they, they really took to do that? And that's what we talk about having those little reflection moments that are painful. A lot of times people just don't want to be honest with themselves exactly. about what they did or didn't do.
1: Everybody thinks that their idea is the best idea until they get into doing the idea. A lot of times you, go, you, you you see the end result before you see the process before you get to the end result. You never see the start line. Mm. <laughs> you never see the, when you run in, you running the 5K, you never see the, the 2K in between.
2: <laughs>
0: or, 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 or really the, the probably the 40-50K
2: right. that
0: you had to practice the bill to get there. Right. That's the kind of thing I think a lot of folks don't. People don't necessarily want to ever look at the journey.
1: I don't hey. think people realize that most successful people don't get there overnight and that's mm. our I think a lot of times that's our problem. We always see the end result and we think we could do that, but we don't and sometimes I'm guilty of it and we don't see that you know, there's a there was a process in between, you know, we say, Man, why can't I be worth two hundred billion dollars? Well, because I didn't I ain't go you know, start selling the books in my
0: garage well,
1: <laughs> it, well for for 15 years you know but you know the funny <laughs> part
0: about that though no lab the funny part about that is that I don't think the people that are successful do a good do good enough job of selling the journey mm-hmm. I mean you can go we can go into social media now we're gonna see this good looking brother with a three-piece suit mm-hmm. he gonna be smoking his cigar sitting on his lakefront that he doesn't just rent it mm-hmm.
1: uh, <laughs> he gonna be rent the lakefront yeah rent the lake front <laughs> the
0: bins getting right. on the little Rent it out legit talking, and they got all
1: you got the bins.
0: And yeah, bins, got, on the, on yeah. The yeah. And you be like me, too, just enrolling my course for right. this, that, and that. Oh, lord,
2: <laughs>
0: make sure that stuff Jay Morrison going through with his Tulsa real estate. Uh uh-uh. uh, my god, man, this brother's going through. Uh, so many people jumped on that. Are you familiar with the Tulsa real estate fund? I have not, I'm and, not, um,
1: unfortunately, I have not looked into that.
0: Well, Jay Morrison's brother, uh, I, 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 I think you, I personally just I don't know him, but. I think he's a brilliant brother, in regards to you know just you know how he's been able to sell himself and everything. But uh, he, he marks as a real estate guru, and I know he was down in uh, uh over there in Bucky had off, uh, office down there tonight. They got their own place out there in East Point now. They call the Black House. Long long story short, he's real deep in the real estate, and about a couple of years ago he started the Tulsa Real Estate Fund, which mm-hmm. would been like a reek in theory. And then all these people Black Wall Street. Who, yeah, like a black wall just oh, pushing. Man, yeah. It. And he was uh pushing so many people to join. I think his share was five hundred bucks and everything. And this guy has no kind of fund management experience whatsoever. Mm-hmm. But, you know, he did what he's supposed to do. He had his niche market Negroes
2: mm-hmm.
0: and he was pushing that and got people to do that. People don't know a damn thing about investing. Don't know how to scrutinize or nothing like that. Everybody buying these funds. Long story short. The funds have had no returns or anything like that. You got people protesting, wanting their money back, and all that kind of stuff. I think the brother done bought a house out there in damn North Fulton and all kind of stuff. Mm.
1: Living a good life. Off my well, mind,
0: did he do anything wrong? I don't know. Uh, I blame the people more so because again, you didn't do a good job of scrutinizing. It. Mm-hmm. You, you, you. The dream was good.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: It was good and, and, and with doing it, but. I mean, if you've been broke 30, 40 years, you are not going to get rich in two or three years. It's not going to happen. You know, unless you do something called cash, you know, cash three or Georgia lottery. That's, <laughs> that's, that's the only
1: way. That's the only overnight success uh, yeah,
0: there is. Yeah, 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 yeah. You be one of them folks down at Five Points singing and somebody tape you and you go viral and whatever, but hey, yeah, that'll last so long. Right. You know I'm the brother that was had uh, Hey, how you doing no, at the, the Golden Voice? He going to stay out dope. He going to stay out dope. <laughs> yeah, he had that
1: Golden Voice. Oh, that was getting jobs. He yeah, could stay was, was going to stay out dope. They doing jobs. After
0: he couldn't get them he could, Hey, he could stay out the dope.
1: <laughs> he was on TV. He was yeah. everything. Yeah. He went
0: from level one to level three, back to damn now, level one. minus one. <laughs> I just can't get off these drums, right, okay? Right, right, Shit. And I ain't knocking nobody on drugs, Lord. No, I don't see many of my family members. <laughs> I know that joke is a m- mother, boy. Uh, right? That I ghost. Ain't, hey, that damn crack on the <laughs> I can tell you, boy. Crack cocaine is
2: undefeated. Right. Right. You know. I ain't want to talk. Yeah. Yeah. So, let, let that's mostly that, say that. That's
0: mostly quad directors right now. You know. That? Yeah, I got a testimony. Oh Lord. You can hear something like, Oh Lord. <laughs>
1: The testimonies work now. We was watching TV, we watched the reality show and me and, and could sit back and say, "Which one of them gonna have a testimony?" Mm-hmm. <laughs> now all of them seem to have a testimony. All of them been homeless. my ain't been around, and the people who's really gone through that is not gonna tell you about that. They're not yeah. gonna really talk about yeah, that. They the shit out you. Right? They gonna move on. Yeah, they ain't yeah. gonna come on TV and be like, "Well, my mama was." You know, did this and we did that, and that happened. Yeah, we don't do that.
2: Well,
0: people people share the skeleton in the closet, but they ain't gonna share the graveyard.
2: Right. will share,
0: the, share that skeleton. Like, oh yeah, I did this. I did a little, you know, this and that back in my day. Right. Yeah, but they ain't gonna let you know all the other Ooh, stuff. That went. When through. that ran out, I had to do a little of this. <laughs> what?
2: No, sister. You know. Exactly.
0: But 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 those are the kind of things where we start talking about the different levels of uh, entrepreneurship where. People, once you become aware of it, and I think once you, awareness is everything, and, and you're comfortable with that mm-hmm. awareness. And even if you put the point where you say, you know, you want to evolve and expand and go to another mm-hmm. level, you can, from that point forward, just say, okay, these are the things I need to put in place. Mm-hmm. And a couple things I want to uh, recommend to people, if you are looking to expand and advance from different levels, uh, do your homework. Uh, um, you know where you at, you see what the next level is. We just went over that. Uh, Start studying people that's in that position. What are they doing? Mm-hmm. You know, how do they move? You know, what kind of sacrifice they did. Study them, and 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 try to move accordingly. You know, don't have any kind of a. I did a video the other night talking about the difference between pride and ego. Where a lot of times people don't do certain things. And the thing is, they pride. It's not pride. Pride make you do stuff.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Pride make you do a couple more push-ups. Pride make you run a little harder, mm-hmm. stay up late at night. Ego is what keep you inactive. Mm. It'll make you feel like you're above certain things. And just have that kind of pride in yourself to. Let me go talk to these person. They tell me they don't want to know. or Just they don't want to share information. Okay, cool. Right. I ask. You're guaranteed to get no information by not asking. Guaranteed. <laughs> right. You got a 50-50 chance you're gonna get something if you ask. So, I like going 50 uh, instead of zero percent. But uh, just challenge yourself to kind of you know gather information if you do want to involve, evolve rather, and uh, uh expand and everything like that. Um, and I think that's a good thing for people to actually uh take that opportunity
1: so research
0: is very important research Re- is very important mm-hmm. Very. if you're interested now right if you're interested and i still recommend you do some kind of research wherever in because what the pandemic and covid-19 taught you like she you, you can't be comfortable with nothing right nothing i mean you could be sitting there you know ready just you know being wacky key just drinking out of coconut shell next thing you know man hold your pants up with a shoestring
2: i mean look, can- i mean
1: Look at the rework guy. He was a billionaire uh three, four months ago.
0: <laughs> I had a guy just tell me the other day. He just trying to just so stuck on still talking about commercial real estate. Friend of mine. Like no nah, man.
1: Nah, I, no, I I heard on NPR the other day thinking about you, and they was like the the whole office aspect, and they were going through like what well, exactly what you said. They was like the whole office aspect is gonna change because now that you see that you can have it, and then he th- he threw something, a curveball into that just. I knew it was gonna change it. He said, actually, people are working three hours longer a day working from home.
0: Being, and, 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 <laughs> in actuality, they might, you know, you, you got the, the whole aspect of distractions mm-hmm. and everything like that, but even working at home, what I can do? I can track you a little bit better. Mm-hmm. You know, you got software to track, but you can also be more productive because you're in a more comfortable environment, right. too.
1: Because that's what he said, he said, a comfortable environment. He said, sure, you have people, you know, sometimes do whatever. But at the end of the day, the most people are working three hours longer a day. They find them some places that they not, they're not distracted. They sit back there and they do the work and they get it done and they do more work.
0: Absolutely. That, that
1: whole wo- more work thing, let yeah. me know right there that all these companies going to take notes be like, if you can work three hours longer from home.
0: Yeah. Because <laughs> you wake up, isn't that to wake up, you know, 11, 12 o'clock at night? Mm-hmm. Man, going to go ahead and just hop on there and do work on this project a little bit more. And those kind of aspects, you're looking at it like, so why we so why we get this $25,000 a month lease mm-hmm. to rent this office? We got everybody doing, we ain't paying nothing but like a $100 Zoom bill. Mm-hmm. Come on now.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, we got the premium Zoom deal for $100. We can save $24,900. <laughs> you don't need an
0: MBA to figure that one out. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Again, this is uh, Deontay Burton, a.k.a. Mr. Short Dollar and Self. you listen to the Dollar Hour. Tonight, we're talking about the three levels of entrepreneurship. Uh, we went through the three levels being, number one being, uh, what was that, safety net, safety net, number two being security, and three being free fall. Um, so a couple of keys to remember with everybody. I just want everybody to kind of remember these, that, number one, there is no right way to go about everything. There is no correct level. It's all about being, having a lot of self-awareness in yourself and what type of individual you are and what you can and can't do okay and we say what you can and can't do this goes to the second part is there are a couple distinct factors that determine what you can and can't do the first being knowledge and experience Mm -hmm. you know you can't try to be a CEO with no CEO knowledge or experience and everything like that that doesn't have to be a hindrance but you know if you got to pay for some game you got to go out and get you some scars and stuff like that if you want to open up a restaurant I think it's kind of foolish to go out there and just try to open up a restaurant with no restaurant experience. Go get your job at Outback for a couple of months.
2: Mm-hmm. Or go
0: on to pay somebody that has managed Outback or McDonald's and stuff like that. Um, you know, I mean, just truth be told, you look at companies like Outback, McDonald's that, that are real versed with KPI, nobody uh, forget what damn KPI, or uh, key performance indicators. Mm-hmm. They're real and versed with a lot of them organizations, they put a lot of money into training and stuff like that. They're, those people that manage those places, they've been real versed in what to look for and what not to look for, and everything and how to be more efficient and effective. And you're laughing at the guy at McDonald's, but he's been educated by an organization that Supply understands chain, exactly. So, I mean, if you can get you a cat, you manage McDonald's at a discount rate that you normally get, get them. Mm-hmm. If you want to sit there and go one of places, or even just pay, those places have an online class, an online school. Harvard Business School, they give out all kind of online management classes all the time for free.
1: For free. I was just about mm-hmm. to say, there's so many classes online that are for, of course, they last-year courses.
0: Mm-hmm. But what does it matter?
1: You could, if, if it's free, you don't even know five-year-go courses. So
0: <laughs> you got to start from the beginning anyway. And, and you're doing the most important investment whatsoever. That's investing in yourself. Mm-hmm. That's the most important thing. And another thing we just talked about, you know, having knowledge and experience. Another thing, be aware of your risk tolerance. Know what you're cool with losing or not. If you feel like, okay, I do not want to lose a penny, you should not get in level three. Mm-hmm. You should stay right there at level one. If you know that, if you feel like, okay, you know, not necessarily that you I don't care, I can bet the whole table, I'm playing poker. No, but you're a smart person, you know how to take risks, you know how to calculate, you know how to plan, you know how to strategize. Level three may be for you.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: But again, you got to be aware of all that stuff. And then second being, you know, what capacity you how much money you got. How much, you know, what are your liabilities? Do you have a family? Do you got kids that are going to keep you away from doing that kind of stuff? You got to understand that. So, again, the experience, and knowledge, the risk tolerance, and the capacity, those are three key uh, uh, uh determining factors on what level you want to be in. Mm-hmm. That outside of, you know, kind of you,
2: mm-hmm.
0: what we're doing it. And I just want everybody to kind of, you know, do some kind of self-assessment to kind of see where you fall into each one of those mm-hmm. to uh, so, uh, you know, figure out and everything. So I hope, and I hope that everything helped you out uh, tonight, guys. Regardless of our show, we talk about the three levels of entrepreneurship. Uh, again, just rehash it. Please, please, please join the email list. The email list, I want you guys to make sure you hit it. Uh, the link uh, is on, you know, on the YouTube and everything with the video going in the description. You'll see that, but make sure you join the email list. Follow us on uh, Facebook. Follow me on Instagram at Deontay underscore 77. Also follows on YouTube at uh Mr Short Dollar and everything. Uh, got a lot of a lot more great information coming down the pipe, so I want you guys to stay abreast with it. Um, with wrapping that up, I do want to give a, a tip for you guys, right? And this is something I've been thinking about for the past couple weeks because a lot of people have been talking in regards to you know different things that they've done and stuff. And I just want to share some like uh, people like okay, what to invest in and people giving. I've never been a big proponent in giving holistic advice as far as investments. Because everybody's on the way up, man, buy this stock, buy that stock and do this and get that. This is the way to get money and all that kind of stuff. And people are trying to figure out how to invest and become a millionaire or become financially independent. I mean, and and got, you know, NSF's all in their damn bank account. And (laughs) I'm talking about... If, if you got out of there in yourself, they ain't going to invest in <laughs> paying no bank charges, <laughs> paying no bank charges and shit. I mean, that's that's about <laughs> it. So, what I, I, I do want to advise people, especially if you know you're financially challenged, you don't have any money, anything like that. The number one investment you can invest in is yourself. Why I owe you? It's not fun, it's not exciting, it's not really going to be on the web, but. Really, really embrace that you don't know anything, you have limited funds, and spend time educating yourself on what you can and can't do under your current situations. Mm -hmm. Stop being so stuck on, I'm tired of being broke, I'm tired of being broke. Fix why you're not broke. There's nothing somebody else can tell you. They can tell you how they got rich, and they're going to say, you can do it too. You could too. If you damn, you know, stay in that dream all night. (laughs) But you got to wake up. So I, I really want to challenge everybody, you know, spend a conscious amount of time just investing in yourself. Because when you invest in yourself, that's when you get the knowledge to know, okay, well, shit, that's probably the best for my situation. Mm-hmm. Or that right there is probably not good for me. It sounds good, but I really can't do that right now. And that's the kind of thing because you got a lot of people, especially here, I say, I want to say 45, but definitely 50, people looking at their 401K and they're saying, damn, you know, I want to have this, that, and that. And yeah, be realistic like, I don't give a damn if you doubling up, they matching or whatever. You still ain't gonna have a certain amount of money in there. Right. Focus on what you need in retirement. D- do you need a million dollars in retirement? Mm-hmm. I mean, you want to have a million dollars. And I got this is gonna be one of my courses coming out. Uh, you know, you can leave a legacy and all that kind of stuff. I mean, get some insurance. You be dead. You, you can't do anybody.
2: <laughs>
0: I think it's cheaper get a million dollar life insurance policy to be sitting there struggling there every month trying to stash That's his money the, to yeah. the side and all that other stuff. <laughs> Shit, live your life. Right. You know, you be you so focused on, yeah, <laughs> I want to leave a legacy for my kids. Man, they're going to blow that damn money up. <laughs> Teach your kids and make sure they become educated and get you a nice little insurance policy. Mm-hmm. But you're trying to break your neck to put all this money to the side and all this other kind of stuff, and you missing out on life, it ain't going to work. You just don't have an, uh, enough time at 50. you talking about what we talk talking about compound interest, the key component, or interest rate and time. You ain't gonna say no million dollars up. If you got capacity to stack up a million dollars in ten years, I think you can put that other put that money in other places that probably can make more money than you just putting it in somewhere and get like an eight percent return. Right. That's not gonna happen. So I you know, I just challenge people that if you know you're financially limited, if you know your knowledge and experience limited, start investing in yourself.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Start investing in yourself. That's the most important and most beneficial investment you guys can have. Hey listen guys, I hope you enjoyed tonight's show. Well, we talked about the three levels of entrepreneurship. I am, again, Deontay Burton, a.k.a. Mr. Short Dollar himself. I'm going to tell you guys again. Please make sure you like the videos, like, this, uh, like the video we did so we can get those uh, algorithms and everything going up. Uh, subscribe to the channel, share the video, share the information. Remember, you can follow us on Facebook under Mr. Short Dollar, YouTube, Mr. Short Dollar, or you can follow me on IG at Deontay underscore 77. I appreciate you guys tuning in this week. Love you guys, and I see you. will be back on uh, Changing Lives next week. Take care. I love you guys, and see you again.